0: I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Hey there. Howdy, how you doing? What's going down and what's the haps? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, the only podcast that entertains you with fashion advice, style tips on what to wear. Fashion crimes that I cannot unsee and hilarious interviews and wardrobe advice for real people wearing real clothes in the real world, just like me. It's fashion over 40 here, folks, and I mean way over 40. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and of course, of course, of course, the only Holly you need to know, don't be redonk. Just don't do it. I mean, if you have other friends that share the same name as me, I understand that. Just cut the fat and tell them that you have a new holly in town and their services are no longer needed. Okie dokie. Now that we got that straight, let's get down to the business at hand. The business at hand today is... The question of all questions. The everlasting topic of discussion in the retail world and among us personal stylists, how to be the best dressed wedding guest. It's a pressing question that have my clients and many others wondering how on the planet they're going to buy another dress, or more importantly, what to buy and where to buy it. This is not unusual for people to feel out of sorts when it comes to this. You get all of these save the date cards at once. It's this one's daughter. It's this one's kid. It's this one's son. It's your cousin. Sometimes it's a second wedding. Now that the COVID numbers are on a downward slope, let's praise, hope, whoever, that it stays that way, the year 2023 is going to be the highest for weddings, like ever. And doing some research, it's some crazy ass number that the wedding industry is going up like 400% or 600% in the next few months, especially this year and next year, for sure. And even 2024, they're projecting that. I read that in Vogue, that the wedding planners and the event stylists are calling it the quote, unquote, wedding boom. Me, myself, of course, I'm going to two weddings that I've been invited to. One that's gonna be in two weeks and one a Memorial Day weekend. I already know what I'm gonna wear, of course, duh, because I've worn my dresses for other things. One is black tie and one is not. So if you need help on what to wear and how to wear it, believe me, you came to the right place. We're gonna go over traditional wedding attire, how much you should be spending, and how to fit it into your existing wardrobe. OMG, you're welcome. All righty then, I'm gonna dish out a couple of different scenarios of usual wedding places, times and dress codes and outfit ideas. Let's be honest, it would be great if we could all wear something that we already had in our wardrobe. And if you have a ton of to choose from, I will always tell you to start there, always, always. However... With the rise of social media and people being photographed, you might not want to be photographed in the same outfit or dress if you've worn the same thing for the past few events. I personally don't care because the dresses that I just wore for my past fashion event at Alexander McQueen, I'm going to be repeating some of those dresses for the two weddings I have. And I really don't care if it's on social media twice. That's just me. But some people are very sensitive to that issue. If you want something new, I don't blame you. And let's start at the beginning, okay? You get an invite for a wedding. It starts at six o'clock PM and is for dinner and dancing. The dress code says it's cocktail. Cocktail does not mean black tie. So let's start with the dress code. Cocktail dress code means nighttime dressy dress. Something that you would not wear during the day. And this is where it gets a little confusing. I'm not going to lie. Can you wear sequins? Yes. Can you wear sequins during the day? If you're me, yes. Could you wear said sequins for a cocktail wedding and make it a nighttime look? Absolutely. It's all in how you style it. There will be some very clear examples on my Pinterest board for you to see. Amazing dresses on there. And there's a couple of pictures of me as well, of course, for your viewing pleasure. Can you wear a long dress? Yes. Can you wear an evening dress? Yes. Can you wear a daytime dress or a casual sundress? No, you need to look dressier than you look during the day. And this is very important for people that don't have a dressy lifestyle or they don't have that many dresses or that's not a part of their wardrobe. This can be a very daunting subject, but just know you need to look dressier than you do during the day on the regular. The key is to look special. Get something that makes the evening dressier than you would normally dress. It could be fabulous shoes, an evening bag, or even your jewelry can be bigger and flashier and fancier than normal. Another great option for a cocktail nighttime wedding is a jumpsuit. Now, to be honest, this is actually my favorite look for a wedding. It's so unexpected and different from what anyone else will be wearing. I don't care if you're a size zero or you're a size 30. This style looks great on any body shape, type, any person, anybody. It is honestly so flattering. If you're short, if you're tall, if you're round, if you're lanky, it's really remarkable. For most of my clients, I have encouraged this look for both casual and special events. It's incredible. It's so chic with a statement earring and a really high heel. It's perfect for a nighttime look or a cocktail wedding. Highly recommended by me. They come in lots of different price points dependent on the designer, obvi. I have probably two or three that I love. And it's funny because I got one for a client. She wore it to an Indian wedding. I got two sizes because I wasn't sure what size she was. I kept one. I went to a bar mitzvah. The mother had one on. I sold it to my other client. I gave it to somebody else to borrow from me. We all had the same jumpsuit, and it looked great on everyone. Great for any budget, honestly. Some designers where I found some fabulous options are ASOS.com, Revolve.com, Kiara Boney, which is one of my favorite, and Adriana Papel, which the original jumpsuit that I was just talking about all those people wore, that was from Adriana Papel. And of course, they're always carried by most department stores like Saks, Neiman's, and Bergdorf. The great thing, honestly, about the jumpsuit is that you can dress it up or dress it down dependent upon the place where you're going or traveling. People love this style and usually, like I said before, have four or five to choose from because they are just, regardless of your body shape, so flattering. As far as price is concerned, they're usually like, I would say, within the $200 range and up. And remember this, hot tip. We shop for fit, not fit for price. I'm going to say that again. We shop for fit, not for price. I know that price needs to be a consideration. However, we need to be shopping for fit first. I call this little formula shopping forward, shopping backward. This is actually in my corporate styling presentation. This is the fashion crime. When you shop backward, that is the fashion crime. When you strictly shop for color or price, I like that color. This is a good price. All of you TJ Maxxers out there, okay? And you know who I'm talking about. This is the ultimate way to do yourself a fashion disservice. Translation, when you buy shit because it's on sale, thinking you'll find somewhere to wear it one day. That's how you end up with clothes in the closet with tags. Duh. When you shop without a plan and aimlessly spend money on things you don't need, that is a fashion crime. That is shopping backward. When you shop with purpose, when you know your body type and you buy something because it fits really well, you are shopping forward. I know this firsthand as I throw my friend under the bus here. I had a friend who just did this to me. She was asking for help, what to wear to her wedding. This is where it is, this is what time it is. And then she was showing me this dress that she got on sale a couple months back, like six months ago, and she was trying to plead her case on how to make the dress work because she already had it. Um, How about no? Okay. It is the pressure of having something you haven't worn with the tags forever and trying to justify the purchase when it doesn't make sense for you or for the occasion. Listen to me now. That's a fashion crime. Now, here's a tricky one, okay? And the reason why I say this is because it happened to me. Four o'clock wedding invitation, rooftop in a fabulous city. Bride and groom are a well-to-do couple who we love dearly and we know they were going to throw a good party. This, to me, was the hardest time slot to decide what to wear to their wedding. I honestly had never been to a four o'clock wedding before. I was in doubt, so I erred on the side of Too Dressy, which obviously I fit right in, okay? But I was one of the most dressed up people there. I appreciate that at a four o'clock time slot, the view is spectacular and you are guaranteed a sunset wedding. Not mad at you. however. How long does a four o'clock wedding go? (laughs) Till eight, till nine, till 10? Well, this one lasted, let me tell you. In my opinion, it technically wasn't dinner, but it was considered heavy hors d'oeuvres. So when we had cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, we had that on one side, then we went to the other side of the venue, which was absolutely gorgeous. And there were more hors d'oeuvres, but they were heavy hors d'oeuvres. Still dinner, but buffet style and much smaller portions. Anywho, There were people who were just as dressed up as me and some that were actually much more casual. Who was right? Who was wrong? I think it could honestly be interpreted either way. But again, I wanted to be dressier than not. So let's pick a dress for a four o'clock outdoor wedding. This was actually the only second outdoor wedding I'd ever been to because the first one was at a freaking horse stable and my shoes were sinking in the mud. Not approved by me. I really loved the dress I wore. I wore an Alexander McQueen dress to this particular wedding. Of course, it's on the Pinterest board for you to see it. I picked a wide range of dresses just for you, long to short for some best dress wedding guest inspo. It's all going to depend on actually where you live and the temperature, when it's going to be. And that's going to really be the major players. in when you decide what type of dress. Some designers I recommend for daytime or late afternoon weddings are, again, Adriana Papel. Definitely more on the conservative side if you're looking for something a little bit more modest. Kiara Boney is one of my favorite designers as the fabric is really forgiving and makes everyone look flawless. I'm telling you, if you haven't been on Kiara Boney, please check it out. Some of the dresses are stretch jersey and some are neoprene. Which is like the same fabric a wetsuit is made from. It, it is very thick. And so, if you're like hot, if you schwitz all the time, this might not be a good choice, but it covers all problem areas and is a must have in my book. Even if you aren't going to a wedding, you should have a QR bony dress in your wardrobe. La Lengne or La Ling, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, is a brand I just discovered. And they have great dresses that can be dressed up or dressed down depending on the event and the time. It's spelled L-A-L-I-G-N-E. So I think I just butchered the name. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. But love the website. And that's really what it's all about is getting a dress that you can wear again and style it differently and add it to your wardrobe. It is super easy to style a dress different ways using accessories, shoes. Sometimes you can wear boots or sneakers with it jewelry again. And honestly, a leather jacket really makes a dress downtown chic. As you will see on my Pinterest board, I'm wearing that Alexander McQueen dress with the leather jacket and some boots, and it just makes it not so stuffy. It's just a great way to style it differently. Revolve.com has really great dresses. If you're really on a budget, ASOS is an awesome choice. Also, Kate Spade has some cute dresses, not a ton. In addition to Millie, Millie Millie.com is sold at department stores as well. Really loved the dresses they had. Alice and Olivia has great dresses. Intermix has gorgeous dresses. The list goes on and on and on. Now, listen up. Here's another hot tip. If you are hard to fit, and I repeat, if you are hard to fit, order one size up, unless you are a perfect size, whatever. You're a perfect eight, you're a perfect 10, you're, and you never have any fitting issues ever. If you are ordering from a designer you have never worn before, please order one size up. I beg you. Okay. You're gonna save yourself a lot of headaches. I mean, honestly, I have dresses that are literally a size four. I'm a six, okay, normally. I have dresses that are a four all the way up to an eight. And it really just depends on how the pattern is cut. And it really doesn't matter at all what the dress size says on the inside. If it bothers you that bad, cut the tag out. Seriously, I do not care. I am not going to let a number upset me if my clothes fit the way they should fit. Now I should put that on a t-shirt. Now for daytime weddings, Or when the dress code says something super douchey, like you have no idea what it is smart casual or uptown chic. Seriously, whatever. People don't know what the fuck that is, right? Translation look nice. Don't read that much into it. It's not that serious. Look nice. Don't look like you do every day. Please put in some effort. Don't choose comfort over style. I'm going to say that again. Do not choose. Comfort over style. You can sometimes, but in this instant, do not ever, especially for a wedding. A wedding is special. It never hurts to be the best looking person in the room. I'm just saying. And if I have to suffer with foot pain, you have to suffer. It's the circle of life. Okay. It's not that serious. Just know when you're walking into, just err on the side of looking more dressier than not. Know what you're walking into. You heard it here first, folks. If you need help, which I'm assuming a lot of you do, <laughs> or don't, maybe you're fine with it. Maybe you just want to show me your outfit and make sure that, you know, it's capacetic. Great. If you have a question on how to be the best dress wedding guest, please hit me up. Send me an email, holly at Styling or holly at fashion crimes podcast. I'm here for you. This can be confusing. Like seriously, not to be funny. People call me all the time and they're like, the dress code says uptown chic. What the fuck does that mean? It's in someone's backyard or it's in a downtown square, it's in a park, it's this, it's that, it is very confusing. And it's also kind of dependent on the couple itself. If they're super dressy, if they're like very formal type of people, it's probably a little bit more dressy. If people are more casual, that is going to be shown through their invitation, through the activities and through the type of wedding that they have. Again, this can be confusing Subject. So, no judgment here. Actually, scratch that heavy judgment always, but in the most loving way. Okay. At least I'm honest. I want you to look and feel fabulous. If you're going to someone's wedding that you care about, it is important that you feel and you look really, really good. If you're going to someone's wedding that you're like, eh, about, or if it's your husband's friend, or if it's your partner's friend, or if you're like, no one's going to know me anyway. It's not quite as serious, but you still want to make a statement. Make sure your makeup's done. Have a fabulous bag or borrow a bag. If you don't want to buy a new bag, I'm not mad at you, like a little evening bag. That seems to be missing from a lot of people's wardrobes. Borrow one. It doesn't matter. That way you don't have to spend money on it. If you get new shoes, make sure they're a heel that you can walk in and that you will be able to translate with different outfits. Don't buy some silk Manolo's. Okay. And then one person spills red wine on you and your shoes are ruined. That's not a smart purchase. If that's not the kind of style that you have, you can do a strappy sandal. You can do a nude sandal. And if heels are not your thing, honestly, a block heel or wedge goes a long way. Don't be wearing no two inch heels. Don't be wearing flats. Don't be wearing anything like that. Okay. Just be an adult and try to look your best. That's my advice. I try my best to look Really, really good in style, trendy. I do have some shoes that are very impractical that I bought, but that's okay. I'm gonna work it out. I'm going work it out and I might take my shoes off under the table. I can't confirm or deny that, but I'm still gonna have a good time and I'm gonna look amazing. Okay, great. So happy we had this discussion. Hope you took notes. If you didn't, there'll be plenty of links and plenty of things in the show notes. Make sure you share this with someone you love. Make sure that you ask if you don't know. If you don't know, please ask. There is no shame in asking for help. Love you guys. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And of course, and always, the only Holly you need to know. Duh.